Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Northern Makers podcast. I'm Steve from Steve Bell Creates, and I'm joined by the very handsome Andy from Potato Woodworks and the fabulous Pierre, who is the Swedish maker. So, on with the show. Okay, well, welcome to episode 48. Hi there, Pierre. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Uh, <laughs> hang on a minute. Someone's missing. Oh, yeah, someone's missing. Someone's missing. There's only, it's not the three northern, there's only two of us. It's uh, the Superman. Yeah, the Super, <laughs> super Andy. Uh, sadly, he can't make it tonight, but um, he'll just have to put up with us two. Yeah. This'll be a bit different, won't it? Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll uh, do something crazy with this. <laughs> How many beers have you had? <laughs> half. <laughs> half a pint or half a can? <laughs> half a can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I did prepare a little Swedish thing for you. Yeah. Hadu uh, Ambra National Dag Mandag. You know what? We didn't uh, celebrate at all. We... Uh, I can't remember what we did. I'm getting amnesia. I, uh, that was yesterday. <laughs> Why? You're a, bit, uh, we, you're a bit young for that. I was actually in the workshop the most of the day, and then we did a little tour with the family and did some shopping, but we didn't celebrate anything. Okay. There is a small little celebration in the village where we live, um, yeah. but we, we missed that. Uh, but next year we'll go there. They're, they have a, like a running competition and they do oh, some okay. uh, yeah. stalls with stuff, but yeah. nothing more than that. Yeah, and uh, I looked it up today about this National Day in Sweden, and it mm. said it only started in two thousand and five. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, we must have had it. Well, I think I think it was a- called National Flag Day before. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, it wasn't a red day. A red day is a day off in Sweden. We call oh, it. Right, okay. We call them red days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until two thousand and five, I think. But after that, it was a okay a free day. Oh, off. Right, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We call it the bank holiday in this country. Yeah, a bank, bank holiday. holiday. Yeah. Yeah, because it's when the day when the banks were closed. <laughs> and you, which which is pretty bad because that's the day off you you have time to go to the bank, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But the bank people needed to be off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was strange that, you know, years ago, before internet banking and all that, the mm. banks only opened uh, nine till half past three in this country, Monday to Friday. Yeah, and everyone was, uh, at work. almost everyone was at work. Yeah. So how were you supposed to get to the bank? <laughs> <laughs> thank God for internet banking. Huh? Yeah, yeah, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Standing in queues, waiting just for some simple task yeah yeah there was always a big queue wasn't there? there was always like a big row of like uh counters to go to but it was only ever one person on yeah yeah mm. i remember my grandmother she went to the like the post office to pay her bills mm. That's, <laughs> she did that yeah. for quite a long time uh way after the internet but yeah yeah, I know when my ma- when my father died, he died, and mum was left on her own. And she was housebound. She paid all her bills in cash at the post yeah. office, <laughs> yeah. and she lived a mile. She lived an hour's drive away. And I said, "We'll have to set up some direct debits." Oh, I don't want to be doing that. Can't trust them banks. They'll take all your money. <laughs> yeah. So it took me about uh, two months to convince her that we should have some direct debits because I couldn't be going to the bank, the post office, all the time to pay her bills. No, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so um, you celebrated the Queen for four days, did you? Yeah. So in this country, uh, there's normally uh, a bank holiday Monday. Mm-hmm. But because of the Queen's uh, Jubilee celebrations, there was a bank holiday Thursday and Friday. Wow, so you got four, people who were working got four days off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was big parties up and down the length and breadth of the country, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Sally was off for the four days. And for the first time in a long time, the weather was fantastic. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Normally when um, it's a bank holiday, you can guarantee it's going to piss down, but it was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. The weather was great. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, so we've had uh, the Thursday. Um, we, did some, we did some work around the house. Oh, we went out for breakfast. That's, we went out for breakfast mm. uh, to a nice little cafe and then uh, did a few jobs around the house. And it was a nice sunny day. So we went for a walk around the village. And it was only about uh, two o'clock p.m. Maybe it's half past one. I know and what you're going to say. We walked past the pub <laughs> 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 and the sun was shining and there's a nice bench outside the pub. Mm. The one where I've had my photo taken. And it's, oh, yeah. we, so we'll just, we'll just have one drink. Sat down, had a drink, Pierre. Six drinks later, we're still there. No way. <laughs> yes, six drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and we kept meeting people, going past and what have you. And uh, so they sat down, had a drink. Yeah. So we, we rolled home later on. <laughs> and uh, we were going to have something uh, fancy for tea. We ended up with cheese on toast. <laughs> but that, that day was entirely spontaneous then. Yeah, entirely yeah. spontaneous, yeah. Oh, yeah. a perfect yeah. day. They're good days, aren't they? Uh, yeah. And then uh, Friday, we, uh, we normally go to the pub on a Friday. And uh, our friend Steve said, uh, I said, I'll see you outside the pub. So outside the pub, we went a little bit earlier than we do normally because <laughs> everyone was off. And uh, we had another, it was, the sun was glorious. We sat outside the pub. I was burnt to a crisp. Thank God I took a hat. But my face was like a beetroot. It was a bright red. <laughs> the sun and my arms were all burnt. So, so we did that. And then uh, Saturday, guess what, Pierre? You went to the pub. <laughs> we went back to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I covered myself in Factor 50. <laughs> you must have spent a um, fortune at the pub. Uh, well, it's not, as ex- more, it's not as expensive as um, bloody Norway, can I tell you that? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been doing this in Norway. No. So, um, yeah, so we went to the pub on the, on the uh, Saturday and had a few more drinks, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on the Sunday, I have to say the whole village has been, is a wash of uh, bunting and flags and uh, uh, we had a scarecrow competition. So you made like a scarecrow in your garden of something. Mm-hmm. So people did, there was lots of uh, scarecrows of the Queen around, right. <laughs> uh, Freddie Mercury. Uh, Boris Johnson, famous uh, British sportsmen were all over the village, all sorts of scarecrows, really good. At the last minute, I thought I should have done a Mandalorian scarecrow because I've got the helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I didn't do one. But on the Sunday, we had a, uh, a big village picnic. Mm-hmm. So uh, an organised event uh, in the village. There's only about, um, I would say, about 300 400 people in the village. So we had a, a picnic in the school field wow. and there was like, uh, there was a bar there so you could buy draft beer. There was a guy doing <laughs> barbecue <laughs> and um, there was a band on later on. And then we had like you, we had a big um, track for like various 
sports events mm-hmm. for adults and children and what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we took our uh, picnic. Is a picnic a thing in Sweden? Do people go on picnics in Sweden? Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And you call it picnics? Yeah, we call it picnics. Yeah. So uh, we made a nice picnic and uh, it started at 12 o'clock, 12 noon. Mm-hmm. So we went at 12 noon and uh, there was a few people there and I found a nice little place to put our fold-up chairs and our little uh, blanket on the ground with our little uh, haversack of uh, goodies. Yeah. And uh, other people started arriving. And uh, you got to be careful because you don't want somebody who you don't like sitting next to you at this thing, do you? You know, because oh, sure. there's some strange people in this village. <laughs> so I was very wary of who was going to be near us. And uh, th- this guy came along. He's, he is my, he lives next door, but one to me in theory, but there is two big fields between us. Mm. He turned up here with a wheelbarrow. With a wheelbarrow? He, wheelbarrow. And it was laden with, it was like, you know, like one of these comedy sketches, like a big tall things on his top of his wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah. And, and he parked his wheelbarrow next to me. He took off a table. He brought a table <laughs> with uh, legs that he fixed on. Uh, b- big table, eight chairs of these nice wooden fold-up chairs. Mm-hmm. He had a tablecloth. He then produced a vase with some flowers on the table, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a champagne bucket. All right. And, um, eight, and each chair had a, a flag, a Union Jack on it. And then they brought a big box of uh, champagne and they all sat and drank that all afternoon. Oh, well, did you sit at the table as well? No, no, I was next to this table with, a, oh, you know, yeah. just a couple of fold-up chairs and a blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. these people had gone to town. Wow. Yeah. So that's, so I thought next time I'm getting the wheelbarrow out. Oh yeah. You need to come yeah. prepared. <laughs> you need to build that table and fold, folding chairs. Well, yeah. It needs to be like, you know, and it, he was only missing a candelabra on the table. I thought, you know what I mean? Just to <laughs> so you beat him next year. You bring yeah, a next candelabra. Year I'll, I'll bring a candelabra. I might even hang a chandelier from a tree or something <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> was the pub closed on Sunday? No, no. The pub was open. Yeah. Huh? But you didn't go so, there on Sunday. Well, so we stayed at the uh, <laughs> thing. So we had a we had a few sandwiches and a few drinks, and it was only uh, it was only three pound a pint at the uh, village barbecue. Oh wow! Um, and it was proper beer that they serve in the pub in uh, big casks. So it was three pounds a pint, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the fun things was uh, there was all these races, like uh, four people in a sack race. Mm-hmm. to get to various, uh, this is for adults, four people in a big dumpy bag that you have to <laughs> jump along to get to the end. Yeah. And um, this guy's moved in the village and he's a, a, a horse racing commentator for Channel 4 TV station in the UK. Right. And he moved in the village about two months ago. So there was a uh, a stage with microphones and a PA. So he did the commentary, which was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we stayed there. Uh, the winners of the Scarecrow thing were all announced and we had a few more pints and a few beers. Mm-hmm. And then it started looking like it was going to rain about uh, half past four. Mm-hmm. So we packed up and almost everybody went to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in the pub till about uh, half past eight. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so... Uh, Needless to say, Monday I was somewhat jaded. Huh? So you really celebrated the Queen. Oh yeah, we really celebrated the Queen with yeah. a lot of pints. Yeah, a lot of pints <laughs> of beer. Yeah, uh, and lots of bottles of red wine and a few gin and tonics along the way. Yeah. Oh. 
Uh, I read a headline in the Swedish newspaper that saying that when the Swe- when the English queen dies, the monarchy is going away. Oh, right. Okay. What do you think about that? Um, well, I think I think the the the, the queen is a, obviously a word that there's lots of bad press around the royals. Yeah. Yeah. So she's thinned them down a bit now. So um, when she dies, Charles will be king. Mm. But he's 70-odd-year-old now. Yeah, yeah. He's old. So he's not going to last too long, is he? And then it'll be William. Mm. And I think it'll be, uh, we'll still have a royal family, but it maybe it won't be as uh, high profile as it is now. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. But is it, is it generally popular or is it, well, I now, think... since you had two extra days. Yeah. <laughs> 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 love the queen, yeah. We love the queen. I think yeah. um, look, youngsters aren't that really bothered about the royals, mm-hmm. but people who are sort of like 40, 50 years old upwards really like the queen. I mean, you know, she's given her whole life to being queen. Yeah. And she's real. She, she, she says some really nice things and sensible things. So I think lots of people like the queen. Mm. Yeah. But I'm not, they're not so keen on Charlie. Huh? <laughs> Prince Charles. Yeah. Um, and less so on Andrew, the things he's been up to. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we won't say too much about that for liable reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so it was a great day. It was a much um, more lively day than your National Swedish Day. Yeah, yeah, that was low-key. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't forget next year when that's on for you, load up the wheelbarrow. Take it down to the field. I will. Uh, um. I was thinking about an annoyance for this week, mm-hmm. and I've, I've, I, I, I got one on Saturday. Came to me on oh, Saturday. Wow. All right. Yeah. Let's so uh, m- my annoyance is is cucumbers. Cucumbers. All right. Cucumbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, if you buy a cucumber in the UK, ninety nine percent of the time when you buy it, it's wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Is it the same in Sweden? Yeah. So the first annoyance is, why is it wrapped in plastic? That's actually true. Why? Does yeah, it, why? Keep, does it keep, uh, keep it better for longer, or is it... Yeah. I mean, they last plenty of long time out of the plastic in the fridge, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah. So if we, first of all, why is it in plastic? Because that annoys me. Yeah, yeah. I and even that. if I go I to the I green... I never thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> and even if I go to the green grocers, who only sell vegetables and fruit... They're still wrapped in plastic. Yeah, that's so, weird. Yeah, does it keep them from getting nagged or? Uh, it, it, well, it must serve some purpose. Uh, Probably, yeah, but yeah. And the second annoying part of this thing is you can never get the bloody plastic off. Not without wasting some. <laughs> well, you take yeah. yeah, it takes ages to get. It never comes off in one piece. No, it doesn't. And you get a little bit off and it snaps and you get another bit off and it snaps. I yeah. usually cut it at right at the tip because you don't yeah. want that tip bit. Um, yeah. But I don't cut it all the way through. Okay. That's how we used to unwrap like sausages when I worked in a sausage factory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a bit of news. But yeah, yeah. in a sausage factory. Okay, we'll yeah. get to that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So then when you, you just have a like a half an inch of yeah. plastic stuck to 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 the cucumber and you just wrap it around like a like some kind of tape or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And that usually does the trick without ripping it. Okay. Well, I'll try your 
tip next time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it annoys the life out of me. Every Saturday I buy cucumber and I go to the same palaver. I would say you live a good life if if that's (laughs) your... Worst annoyance. It's, well, you know, there's lots of things annoying me. That's just one thing that really gets in my tits is the cucumber <laughs> and wrapped up in the bloody plastic. Um, oh, so you worked in a sausage again. factory. You worked in a sausage factory. Yeah, it was my first work as a teenager. I was 16 years old. We had a, my, my mother or father had a friend who worked in a factory. And in, like we've said before, in during the summer, everyone is on vacation so yes. all the youngsters go to fill their to spots okay yeah. yeah so that was my first experience working and um the first day was horrible i remember i came home and i just went through the entrance and then i laid down flat on the floor <laughs> <just> <laughs> exhausted i was exhausted i was like i'm gonna study so hard because i don't want to work in a factory <laughs> did you smell of like pork as well Oh yeah, the smell was extremely bad, yeah. and the people doing that monotonous, monotonous work all day. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're extremely happy. They're just doing the work, and then they go home. Yeah, and um, yeah. there were no windows in the in the factory, so oh, right. okay. it was quite depressing being being in in, in there. I remember I I they had a watch or a clock on the wall. Yeah, and I used to watch look at that clock so many times every day and it seemed like nothing happened <laughs> it didn't have two sausages for pointers did it uh, no <laughs> i wish it okay did. and uh, that what was, what uh, was your particular job in the factory then what, what well in the sausage development what did you do i did well it was sausages for sandwiches so we were slicing pre-finished sausages oh, right, into okay. packaging yeah like like salami or something or yeah both salami and ham and stuff okay. like that okay all oh, right okay so i did that for uh, like 8 years so i got pretty pretty good at eight? it like yeah 8 years every oh, summer yeah. and uh when i got older i also did like weekends and stuff like that yeah um but my it was a good good work it was sometimes it was hard labor but um it really motivated me to to get out of there to get out of there yeah (laughs) and did you get free sausages i did yeah it wasn't like they were giving it away but we were kind of taking it away from (laughs) there you were sausage stealer (laughs) yeah stealer yeah it was so sloppy and i i learned a lot because we were like making we were wrapping ham for instance and it was Mm -hmm. going to store called villis uh in sweden and then, like halfway through, we just ex- changed the the wrapping, so it said Ika. Oh, right, just continue shop. with the same sausages. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I learned a lot about the industry, food industry as well. Okay. And the big question is: Do you still like sausage today? Uh, I eat it occasionally. <laughs> I like I like salami better, but I I yeah. never buy that sort of uh, thin chopped uh, ham. Or, yeah. No. I buy thicker ham if I buy okay. it. Okay. All right. Well, there's something we never knew that. Yeah. The Swedish sausage stealer, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've all done some weird things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you been to the workshop 
Or have you just been <laughs> no, having, I'm having not. intoxicated? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't use power tools when you've been to a <laughs> Jubilee weekend. <laughs> no, I did, I did go to the workshop, yeah, yeah. I did do some workshop stuff. Um, just need to uh, remove my jacket here because I'm, I'm boiling. Okay. The Swede's hotting up. Yeah. It's a beautiful day, Pierre. The sun's shining. Is it? If we weren't recording this podcast, I'd been sat outside the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, You're I going to the, the pub, pub tomorrow, right? I, yeah, I'll go tomorrow. Go and see yeah. my friend Steve tomorrow, yeah. yeah he lives Hold on. Family. Did you go last Wednesday as well? Yes, we went last Wednesday <laughs> as well. <laughs> so you, you've been to the pub five days in a row. Yeah, and I've had two time meals there as well. All right. I went yesterday because <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired and Sally was gone to work and she was tired. She came home. We had a walk and I said, we're going to have our tea. We're going to have to eat. And uh, she said, oh, I don't know. She said, uh, do you fancy a quick tie? So we went in the pub and had a quick tie meal. <sighs> ah. You could start a pub just to I serve yourself. Hard work though, working in a pub, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I wouldn't want to be doing that. But uh, my workshop, uh, yeah, visits this week, yeah. Um, so I mentioned on the last one I'd been making the crown. Yeah, yeah. A big crown for the gate, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think we recorded it on the Tuesday, didn't we, the last one? Yeah. So I went on, the, and on Wednesday and I lasered all the jewels for the crown. All right. Yeah. So I, uh, I still there. Uh, can't you see me? Yeah. Well, you've gone a bit blurry, but anyway. All right. So I, uh, I lasered all the jewels for the crown. Because mm-hmm. the crown's got to have like diamonds and rubies and emeralds, hasn't it? Yeah. And uh, I had some uh, mirrored uh, acrylic and some uh, green and red acrylic for rubies and emeralds. So I made some jewels for the crown, stuck them all on, and then we put it on the gate on mm-hmm. the Thursday morning with all, all the right. bunting and everything. So it looked yeah. really good, the crown. Yeah, it looked really good. And um, Do you have on the Wednesday, I do have a picture of it. Yeah, I put a picture on Instagram. Don't you look at my Instagram account these days, Pierre? I do, <laughs> but I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Or have I? Yeah. I'm not sure. You so, usually pop up at the top when I go into Instagram. Oh, uh, so. okay. Yeah, I put a Let picture on that. I'm sure I did. Ah, there it is. I, I didn't like it because I haven't seen it. <laughs> wow, it looks really cool. Yeah. The 70 is in gold. The 70 is in gold, yeah, shiny gold. Yeah. Shiny gold. And that's, really the, nice. that's the paint, the thick paint. It was like painting with pastry, that paint. Yeah. That gold paint. Yeah. You must have so gotten yeah. some comments about it. Uh, yeah, a lot, uh, it's funny because... Um, because of all the scarecrows and all the decorations, uh, they produce this little uh, walk for the people in the village, for the kids, really, to walk around and all the diff- see all the different ones. Yeah. And uh, everyone kept stopping and taking photos of the crown and taking mm-hmm. pictures next to the crown. So, yeah, so that was good. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> and um, once I'd, on the Wednesday, I'd uh, cut the acrylic and stuck it onto the crown, and then I thought, oh, okay. And then I thought, oh, I should make Sally some earrings. Mm-hmm. for the jubilee and uh i thought about making earrings before but i i'd yeah. never actually made any so i drew a I drew a crown in affinity designer like a proper crown yeah 
You drew it and yourself. I drew it myself, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first one I cut looked really good, but the all the joins were too thin. Oh, yeah. So it all joined, and, and it, it snapped easily, you know what I mean? Mm. So I had to go back to the drawing board and make everything a little bit thicker so that when you cut it out with a laser, it wouldn't snap. Yeah, yeah. So I made, uh, I think I made 10 sets, 10, 10 oh, silver ones sense. and 10, 10 gold ones. Did you have the hardware for earrings? Yeah, already? I did, yeah. 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 I bought that, uh, oh, I bought it at Christmas time, I think, those earring things. Because mm. I thought oh, I'll make some for Christmas, but I never got round to them. All right. But so I really wish, though, I'd thought of this idea weeks before. But yeah. So I made 10 sets, and so I give mm. some to Sally, um, give some to our neighbours, give some to our friends. And uh, they, every time I gave a set to somebody, they said, oh, man, you should have sold these weeks before. I would have bought <laughs> a set for my mother. I would have bought a set for my sister. I would have bought a set for so-and-so. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could have made a few. I could have made quite a bit of money because it's – you don't you use much materials to make these earrings, do you? No, you don't. I, I see them now on Instagram. I haven't seen yeah. these either, either before. <laughs> what, what have you been doing with my Instagram? Have you blocked me? Been, I've been on Instagram, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's the algorithm. <laughs> Blame the algorithm. Yeah. yeah, but they look really nice. I mean, uh, the details are uh, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that the, the way the laser cuts them so fine. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm not too sure what the curve is on the laser when it does that, but it is so fine. Yeah, yeah. And um, a sheet of acrylic of the mirrored acrylic, I think, cost me about ten pounds. Mm-hmm. But I could have made hundreds of earrings out of one sheet yeah. of acrylic. Yeah, because not so very big. Maybe in ten years when she's eighty. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's ninety-five now, Pierre. Oh, yeah. The Queen's 95. It was 70 years as a Queen, which is 95. Oh, well, <laughs> well, maybe in five years then. Yeah. So I need when to think of 100. other big, I need to think of some other big events. I need to get my head sorted and think, plan ahead. Yeah, plan ahead, yeah. Plan ahead. But it was just a spare that I thought, oh, oh Sally's finishing today. Before. I thought, oh, I'll make her a little present. I'll make some earrings. Mm. But if I'd have thought of that weeks ago, I'd have been quids in. Yeah. I could have replenished all my acrylic. And how much was the earring hardware? Oh, that was about um, two pounds for the uh, loops and two pounds for the little circle things that join it on. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got like about a hundred of each things. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Cool. Very so. cool. Yeah, so maybe so, you can come up with other earring ideas now that you've yeah, done. Yeah. yeah, well, on Instagram, there's loads of people do earring things for like, we've got a Glowforge. They're always mm-hmm. knocking out earrings. Yeah. So I need to think of the next big thing oh, that's coming up. Father's Day is the next big thing. I can't do earrings for Father's Day. You could, but I doubt it will sell. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, at least. <laughs> Have you got PSD as Pierre? I don't, no. No. Okay. I've got no tattoos, no pierced ear, piercings anywhere. Okay. I had, uh, as a youngster, I had a pierced ear, just the mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. Looking super cool, like, you know, with a bit of a fake diamond stud in there, thinking you were cool, yeah? Yeah. yeah but uh, I think that's healed up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any tattoos then? I do have a tattoo. I have one tattoo. Where is it? That I got when I was 40. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hang on. Can you, can you see that one? 
Oh yeah, it's a like a triangle with some things. Yeah, it's like, like a it's like a uh, you can trace your finger around it and you, sort of never ending sort of loop thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a tribal mark. Tribal, tribal mark. Yeah. Tribal mark. Yeah. Cool. So I got that when I was forty. Daft yeah. rush of blood to the head. But uh, it's true what they say. You do. They're addictive. I've wanted another one ever since. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I might get the Swedish maker on me back or something. <laughs> I would support that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I made the earrings, did the crown, mm. and then uh, there was very little workshop activity uh, until today, Pierre. All right. And I've been back on the old YouTube video today. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> good uh, to hear. This afternoon. and. Uh, Everything is ready to steam tomorrow. The steam bending is happening tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, have you decided how to film that stuff? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bit tricky, isn't it? It's just about yeah. I've made like extra pieces to make these boxes. Uh-huh. I think I'm, I'm going to make there's three sizes of the shaker boxes come in different sizes. Are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, whatever. Mm. So I made enough uh, wood strips to make three number twos, three number threes, and three number fours. Mm. So I could maybe, you know, film number one in one, the first box I make one way, and the second one, because mm. oh, I'm taking it out for, to make the first one. You know what you should do? You should put, like, you should film yourself carrying the, the wood over to the bag. Right. And then you put the camera inside the bag. <laughs> <laughs> And then you open the bag and say goodbye to the camera. (laughs) Oh, you need to shoot it before you, before you you put the steamer on. (laughs) Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, That would be fun. That's going to be tricky. The the tricky part is filming it. And then, and then again, taking the wood out to bend it because you want it to be, you got to be quick. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What we need is two cameras. Yeah. You need, you could set up your phone as well. Can you get here by tomorrow about, uh, Half past nine in the morning, Pierre. Yeah, I'll leave right after the podcast. Yeah, get here. Yeah, I'll pick you up. Any airport, I'll pick you up. <laughs> but um, I was a bit disheartened today, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Why? I um, I got the strips out and I cut all the, the tails on them and sanded them all and got them all ready and drilled the holes for the tacks and everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just, it doesn't feel as good a quality as I could have made it really. Ah. What do you mean? I think I could the wood? Have, I, no, the strips are good. It's uh, the, I've cut the tails, and the tails look all right. I don't know whether I could have cut them better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've still got to bend it, and I've got to put these tacks in, and I'm worried that the tacks might split it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Could you pre-drill before tacking? Yeah, well, I did think the, about that. I could... Uh, you do drill the holes once through the tails, Mm. And then when you bring it round to, to fix it in place as a, as a loop, mm. you, people don't drill all the way through. They just use the one hole. But I might actually drill all the way through so the tack can just flatten on the other side. Yeah. Mm. That might be the best thing to do. Yeah. So you don't risk cracking it. Yeah. Well, I've got uh, nine ghost beer. <laughs> <laughs> I might just end up with one box. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, once I've steamed them and uh, tacked them, Mm. I put the shape, there's a shaper for the top and the bottom, like a plug that goes in to keep its shape. 
Mm. And then I've got to leave them like overnight to dry out. Yeah. And then I can put the bottom on and the top. Cool. So the, yeah. that will be quite quick after the, the bending is done. It will be quite quick. Yeah. So you do the bending, you leave them for a, a d- overnight until they're dry and then you mm. can put the lids on. Yeah. Make the lids. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, I was a bit, I was thinking, well, is it, am I a bit disheartened because I've took so long to make this bloody video? I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Um, Do you think, because sometimes I feel I start a project and that when it takes too long, I I kind of uh, think about new projects. Yeah. And then the old project is just something that I have to finish. I'm not that excited about it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way I've got with this one. Because you mentioned last week, it, it, I looked like I've been looking for excuses to make other things rather than make the boxes, <laughs> yeah. and maybe that was yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to this video. Yeah, well. I might have said that before. <laughs> I think it, you've been to another month now, Pia. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it says on, uh, I think it's about, must be a month and a bit since, five, six weeks since the last one came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I need to get better with my uh, frequency of uh, videos. Yeah, you do it in your pace. Yeah, I do it at my pace. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just singing to my own tune. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a nice day in the workshop. It was quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, uh, I had the kids, uh, my kids podcast on whilst I was recording. That was good fun. Mm-hmm. So, do yeah. they record every week? Every week, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every week. And they're on, uh, they've been doing it two years now. Is it two years or three years? Three years. Three years. Are they on season three now or season two? Because they call it, once they're doing 52, they say, oh, that's, it's a new season. Yeah. We're closing in on 52 as well. We're closing in on 52, aren't we? Only four Uh, episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me just have a look here. Yes, season three, episode two. So they've been gone over two years. Wow. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I had to do a bit of tidying up in the workshop. Yeah. I do like a tidy workshop, don't you? Ah, oh, you love it. Yeah. Ah. But I rarely have it tidy, but I. <laughs> When I started, I that was my decision when I made the workshop. I decided that if, after every project, I'm going to clean the workshop. Yeah. Um, but lately, I've, I haven't had the time. Like, I finish a project and there's no time to, to start cleaning as well. Yeah. But that is, it is really nice when it's, every, every tool's in its place and, you know, there's not so much dust around. It feels really good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, it does feel good. So, yeah, so I'm back in there tomorrow. Now mm-hmm. I shall uh, break out the bags. Uh, cool. Get some steaming done. Yeah. <laughs> I might uh, put a little post on Instagram of the, the bag and the, and the bits. Yeah, you in should. Uh, I probably won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you sure you still follow me? Or what? I am. I am. <laughs> and really, your posts usually come at the top when I go yeah. in there. Uh, I'm. I haven't scrolled the feed that much lately, but yeah, yeah maybe it's um, it's the algorithm. Well, my posts have been a bit boring lately. Huh? No, not boring at all. You see, some people and they're at it all the time on Instagram, aren't they? Yeah, I can't. I don't know. That's how a lot of make. effort. Yeah. Huh? Uh, 
amazing how they do it. I feel guilty sometimes when when people usually comment some some people come back and comment mm-hmm. well you do you comment a lot of, mm-hmm. of the things I do and then I feel bad that I don't comment as much so I go I try to go in there to comment but I'm not yeah. I'm not that good with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um it's all, it's it's easy just to click on a little heart and or double tap to say you've liked it. But I always think you know, it means a bit yeah. more to the person if you comment on it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I uh, I commented on a uh, post today, and I got a nice reply. You remember the guy um, OD Form Olaf Davison? Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, did you yeah. see the reel of the chair he made? Beer? the 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 one with the sticks. The sticks, yeah, yeah. That was a while ago, right? Well, it was on today, the reel. All right. I don't know. I haven't seen that either. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that chair. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. love that chair. And yeah. Yeah, so for our listeners, it's like a like an old uh, chair with a spindle back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the back is really tall, so that when you sit in the chair, the back is above your head, yeah. and you can curl up on the seat, and it's got a little place where you can put your coffee, like a little small table built into the chair. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. Oh, you commented on his post. I commented on his post, yeah. And he what replied. Did you say? Huh? I put, uh, looks awesome. <laughs> Inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, which it is. I mean, you know, it makes you want to go and try and build something like that, doesn't it? For sure. Yeah. I, I went, I did a woodworking course. This was like 10 years ago. I had a friend that was, um, he had like a, he did a, he was a photographer and he did a startup company and he was making, uh, the company was growing. They were writing texts as well and taking photos. Right. And, uh, at the end he was just stuck at his discs, uh, doing like what you do, paying mm-hmm. bills and stuff like that. So he was yeah. quite bored with it and he sold the company and he said, I think I want to do woodworking. Do you want to do a woodworking course? And I said, yeah, sure. So we did eight courses or eight times during yeah. this course. And f- before the first time, you were supposed to figure out what you wanted to do. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so uh, he he said, I'm going to make a small lamp. So I'm, I'm going to use a lathe to make a lamp head. Mm-hmm. And he said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to make a bench with the... Like sticks, like a classic yeah. Swedish bench. <laughs> yeah. And he said, Are you sure? And I said, Yeah, why not? <laughs> there was no bench ever. I just went to the course. <laughs> I worked on the seat for eight, eight times and uh yeah. I never I never finished it because yeah. it was I realized it was too hard. <laughs> too, yeah. No, there, I've seen people um make those chairs with the spindle backs. Mm. And it's that yeah, we the, call it the spindle, when, like a spindle on the back. Things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, some of them just use hand tools to make them, don't they? And they get the bend yeah, the yeah. wood, and it's amazing mm-hmm. craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah. Ah, but yeah. But speaking of benches, mm-hmm. somebody I know has been making a bench. I have. Yeah, um, I saw it on their Instagram account. You know, I do look at other people's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to send you an image uh, because it isn't finished, but it's close to finished. Yeah. Um, So I'll send you an image on Discord 
so that you can oh, okay. know yeah. so that you know what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm not sure if you can see it. Let me have a look. Let's have a look. It's this weird iPhone format hike. I'm not sure what that is. Hike. Oh, it says uh, uh, won't open it. It might be. I'll I'll just show it's you not, through the camera. It's not porn, is it? Are you sending me? It's not porn, no, no. <laughs> but maybe you can see a little bit of it. Yeah, right here. Yeah, I can see it there. Yeah. So that's the bench I've been working on. Okay. Um, it's made out of birch. And yeah. um, I designed it a couple of weeks ago with the intent of uh, selling this piece and maybe repeating it and doing more of the, this type of bench. Yeah, okay. If, any, if anyone wants it <laughs> to say. <laughs> um. So it's been a while since I did one of those full woodworking builds from milling the wood to a complete piece of furniture. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Um, it always takes longer than expected. And I did have some hiccups along the way. Okay. I can um, see the bench now better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was I going to say? I had some hiccups along the way. Yeah, I had some hiccups along the way. Um, I have one day at the weekend uh, mm. free for woodworking, right? So yeah. Saturday I was going in the workshop. I spent all day, uh, but I spent the, all that day basically milling, and I glued up the 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 seat the for seat, the bench. Yeah. yeah. So Sunday I was like, I told my wife, I really want to finish this project. So can I can I do some more? Workshop Please, can I time? go back in the workshop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. Uh, and I finished the legs on Sunday, I think. And then on Monday, we had the day off as well. So I mm -hmm. went on Monday as well to yeah. try to finish the bench off. It's not finished, but it's uh, assembled and uh, there's some sanding and finishing left to do. Yeah. But one issue along the way was uh, when making the legs. So there are four legs on this piece and they're connected uh, with the stretchers. Yeah. Uh, so I used the CNC to make a template. Uh, yes. Like 10 no, no. mil MDF. Yeah. Yeah. And the plan was to use the router with a flush trim bit to, to, yeah, do to the make legs. the shape. Yeah. And I did that and the first leg went good but the second one the wood kept kicking back oh uh, right okay yeah yeah and it chipped out bigger pieces yeah and that was so scary because every yeah, time ooh, i yeah. went to, towards the router i was just oh man what's gonna happen <laughs> so i had to go back and mill some more wood because uh i didn't have any more pieces yeah uh so in the end i i I talked to Julia. She has to help me with <laughs> deciding <laughs> stuff like this. And she said, are you going in the wood direct, like the grain direction? I was yeah. like, yeah, of course. And she said, uh, well, I don't know. Then can't you just use the bandsaw instead? Mm -hmm. So I said, yeah, maybe I can use the bandsaw and then I can sand it flush to the okay. template instead. So I did that. Uh, for the rest of the three pieces. But before I did that, I had one more go. One more go. Yeah. And the piece totally cracked Ooh. through the middle of the leg and just flew away. Right. 
So then I was just I was just scared of using the router again. Yeah. Um, and then when did making it, yeah, did it have crazy grain? This Bordeaux? Not really. I don't know what, what I I did some reading and it, on some places it said that birch is kind of prone to cracking like that. Right. Okay. So some woods are easier to use the flush cut trim bit with than yeah. others. Yeah. But this is quite an expensive router bit as well. So yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't used it that much, but mm. it might be that it's getting dull. Yeah. But I was too scared to to use it. <laughs> and but then when making the seat, I I wanted to make a round over on the on the edges yeah, of on the, the seat. edges, yeah. Yeah. So I had this um the seat is 30 mil thick and yeah. the, to create that round over like a dowel, yeah. I had a 15 millimeter bit, yeah. router bit. So yeah. that's quite thick from Festool. Mm -hmm. And it said that, that it was eight millimeters. So I had that in the chuck, but mm -hmm. when tight, usually when I put the drill bit in the router, it's, it's pretty stuck. And then I just tighten it. Tighten it up, yeah. Yeah. But with this one, when I put it in the router, it was just really loose so i tightened Ooh. it a bit but it was still loose so i was quite scared that it would come flying flying out, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i'm just one tool that i'm really scared of and that i i have no control over is definitely the router yeah I, um, um i'm not so was it a, was it an eight millimeter shank on this bit then yeah it was yeah i eventually i had it i tightened it as hard as i could basically right, okay. and it was i think it was tight there but mm. Um, yeah, hardwood is, uh, it is scary to route a hardwood, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I've, I know some people have said you should do like a, sometimes it's better to do like a bit of a climb cut to go in the opposite, to go in the wrong direction. Yeah. And that helps sometimes. Oh, maybe that does. Yeah. Um, another thing that made me a bit scared was I was talking to a guy this week who had a severe accident with his, um, table saw. Oh, where his hand was caught and um well oh. it's it's unsure if he'll ever be able to use it right but what he really you? wanted to spread the message um about being very cautious with the with the machines we use yeah uh so i thought i'd spread the message here as well because well the machines are dangerous for sure <laughs> yeah and i think uh what you can do is become very complacent can you mm. And think, you know, yeah. you, I've done this. I've done this thousands of times. Yeah. But I, I must admit, I, I do each time. I true. I do make myself very conscious of what I'm doing is dangerous. Yeah. Um, I know uh, when Sally goes to work in the morning, the last thing she says to me is, "Watch your fingers." Yeah. Every yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a bit scary. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not, uh, when I was doing the seat, I was standing like two meters away, <laughs> yeah. pushing, pushing the yeah. seat through the router, <laughs> just yeah. hoping for the best. Yeah. But uh, sometimes a, a router table seems to be more dangerous than just a handheld router, doesn't it? Yeah. The, I'm not, uh, uh, that afraid when I have it handheld. Yeah. It's just when the, in the router table, it seems mm. very dangerous. Violent. Violent. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hate it when it does the kickback. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a piece and it kicked it. It shot it back and it hit the garage door. It put like a little dent in the garage door. No way! Oh, wow. I always try to stand stand at the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. 
have to get like a Kevlar apron or something, won't we? Yeah. Kevlar <laughs> gloves as well. Yeah. <laughs> I always use my push blocks. I must admit I'm quite good with the push blocks. Yeah. The router. Uh, I don't have any push blocks for the router, really. No, like the, the ones with the, the paddles with the foam on that you like the handles on. Yeah, I don't have any paddles. But yeah. I see people using them everywhere. Yeah, I use them all the time on the router, yeah. yeah. Um. That's one, one downside of painting the, the work table because it's kind of rough <laughs> now. <laughs> and I have the router table inserted there. So yeah. I, when I push the wood on that <laughs> lacquer paint, yeah. it sort of rubs off the paint on the wood. Oh, okay. You'll have to wax that bit. Put some I of that machine wax on. Yeah, yeah, I need to do that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I've so got I, a question. I've got a question yeah. for you. So you, the legs you cut the template for the leg. How did you attach the stretches to the legs? I did uh, mortise and tenon for. I think it's the first time in my life. Right. Okay. So I'm not sure wh- wh- which is what, but uh, the <laughs> the mortise um, is the hole. Yeah, I did the mortise the- on the s- smaller pieces connecting the legs. On the CNC, actually. All right. Okay. Uh, and I did the tenons on the table saw with a with a jig. Yeah. Okay. So you could stand yeah. the, the leg up, the, the yeah. t- stretch it up. Yeah. Okay. And the fit so good. Was, it fit good. Uh, the first one fit really good, and then I got a bit cocky. <laughs> but I I just took the measurements off the table saw. I was like, yeah, this fit perfectly. So now yeah. I check the measurements on the table saw, and I repeat it on the other one. Turns out that didn't fit at all. So, <laughs> uh, luckily, I had uh, I had more wood, so I, I okay. cut another stretcher. Yeah, yeah. But it's oh, stuff like that 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 would if I were to repeat this project, I would like maybe I would like just cut the legs directly on the CNC. Yeah, uh, so just the one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe so. I think it's probably stronger with a mortise and tenon than it is out of one piece of wood, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems weird, doesn't it? If you cut a piece of wood into three, it's stronger than when it's just one piece of wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem quite right, does it? Yeah. And um, what are you going to finish this bench with then? What sort of finishes? Uh, Rubio cotton white. Cotton white. Okay. Yeah. So you gonna... must have gallons of that then, have you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a new can, but they're so small. But... Um... I was thinking yesterday that I could just rush it and finish it off, but then I yes. thought maybe I should just stop right here uh, and leave it because this weekend, uh, the coming weekend, we're going away to a to a friend to stay over the weekend, so I won't okay. be doing anything. Yeah, and um, and that will give me some time off, and then I can come back and do. What is my Achilles heel like sanding <laughs> and finishing it off, but yeah. do it properly? And I was thinking like I could um, I could laser the switch maker on the bottom of the seat yes. or something. Just yeah. d- do it properly so that I can look at the piece and be proud and price it accordingly. Yeah. 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 I watched a guy do a very good video about uh, sanding and how to do sanding properly. He was from Sweden. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> uh, some sort of maker. Uh, wasn't a Danish maker, a Finnish maker. I think he was a Swedish maker. Have you seen him? He's very, yeah, he did a very good video about how to do sanding properly. <laughs> yeah. I'll check the video out before I sand. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was good, yeah. <laughs> so after you, you, you'd said you were going to build these to sell, are you going to build mm-hmm. any more then? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I want to try making it this once more. Because okay. also when I glued up uh, one of the leg pairs, when I came back the morning after, it was sort of wonky, like one leg was pointing uh, upwards. Oh, okay. Uh, so I had to fiddle around with that. Uh, uh-huh. uh, at first, my wife said, well, I can't, I can't barely notice it. Uh, uh-huh. But then I... I made her look really hard and she said, yeah, it's going to, it's going to bother you. So fix it. Yeah. So I actually cut the leg in half and then I glued it back together with a dowel. Okay. uh, Just to make it straight again. Mm. And did you put the round overs on the legs before you glued them together or? Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Another thing I did was, um, I'm I'm an ambassador for a Swedish company called Circle Workwear. They make like oh yeah, I saw yeah, the uh, I saw the reel of that one as well on Instagram. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of us follow our friends on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hear this for a long time. <laughs> but they uh, they make work uh, wear, and I have uh, their pants, and their pants are really soft and smooth to wear i i actually really love them that's why i agreed to be an ambassador yeah but the thing with this company is that they make uh these tool pockets that you can actually remove from the pants right okay. and hang them on the wall yeah so i have, have six different like tool pockets from them so i i decided to like attach an entire osb to one of the garage doors yeah. So that I could have my tool pockets on there. Yeah. I mean, I, I normally don't use tool pockets that much no. since I'm not a, a, a carpenter, but um, I like having them there and it looked neat with the OSB in the back. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Um, Did you have enough tools to fill all the pockets? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, uh, it's nice. Uh, you yeah. can I can go if I have a tool pocket, I can remove it, and I can go yes. indoors and have dinner without that thing flopping yeah. around. Yeah. And do they just clip on and off the trousers? Yeah, like they clip the on and off very easily. Yeah. yeah. You have two two like plastic plasticky things that you mm-hmm. attach to the pants, or you can attach more yeah. of them if you want to. Right. And you just clip on the the pocket onto it. Yeah. Okay. So it's really nice, and but yeah. the the pants are really like they're soft unlike any other work pants right, i've okay. had before and uh the the lining or the stuff around the belly where you attach yeah. the pants <laughs> from the belly yeah it's yeah. got like this the rubbery thing on the inside which makes okay. them stay in place you know it's yeah it's like they've thought of everything okay to make a really good uh work pant yeah sounds good yeah so that was a i know uh, small i know michael alm he has a little work pouch doesn't he Mm-hmm. And Michael Alm has one, doesn't he? But his tape and his oh yeah, yeah. sets of things that he keeps in it all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I'm a bugger for like doing stuff and then thinking, where have I put the pencil? I can't find the pencil. And then, well, where's the tape measure? And it's on the other side of the workshop. Oh, yeah. But I, you got I've, any? I've never used those pens before. What are they called? Um, Ike. The green yeah. ones. Yeah, Ike. yeah. I've yeah, yeah. got one. Yeah, you got one? Because I, I ordered them recently and they fit perfectly in one of the pan pockets. Yeah. And it's like you remove the pen, but the, the holder, the holder stays in the pan. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got a sharp and a built in, haven't they? Yeah, they do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I like them. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I, not long ago, I bought some refills. I just bought them off Amazon. Mm. Yeah. Cause I think mine, the one I had only came with like, uh, two, two leads in it. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the, I do like the old Pika pencil. Yeah. yeah. You can get them. So the different colors as well. Can you? Yeah. You can get them like, uh, with white or red or blue oh, cool. in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you were working on like, you know, Valkramat or whatever, you could have a different color so you could see what you're doing. That's clever. Yeah. Because Valkramat is hard marking. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. mark out where to cut and then you can can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they do different colored ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same with OSB, really, because I was hanging up the pockets. So I made yeah. marks and then I was like, where is the mark? Yeah. Because it's. Like- you need a white pencil, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. So the last thing I did was like uh, last night at 10 o'clock, I was watching uh, a new season of The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Prime. yeah, I watched, <laughs> yeah. The fir- I watched the first episode of season three. Yeah. I love it. Such a good, <laughs> such a good show. It's violent. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny as well, though. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's also like a parody of superhero yes, yeah. movies. But I was watching that and I, I kept looking into the, the room next to the living room where we have like a hobby room. Yeah. And I've been, uh, I've been thinking about how to take the photo of this bench uh, for the thumbnail. Yeah. And I kept looking in there and I realized that the only wall that we have in our entire house that is like... <laughs> A full wall without windows yeah. or doors is that yeah. wall. Okay. But on that wall, we have the biggest piece of furniture you can imagine. With, <laughs> I think it's a, like, it has to be like 40 drawers. It's Ooh. a huge old bench in oak Yeah, that we bought on an auction a while back. Has it got glass in the doors? Yeah, yeah. I think I've seen it on your videos before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was it's like it's from a shop that. or something. Yeah, it's from a sewing shop, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at it and I was thinking, if I were to move that, I would have an entire wall to, sh- to take photos of furniture. <laughs> where are you going to put it? <laughs> yeah, we, we have another wall in that room that is next to the door that, is, that would just fit perfectly. I think we've had that piece of furniture there before. Right, so okay. I, kept, I kept looking at the boys, but then I kept... <laughs> Looking, looking at the wall room thinking oh, i should just move it so at like 10 o'clock last night everyone was sleeping i started moving around <laughs> put all the doors on the floor and then eventually i moved the entire piece of furniture and put the drawers back in okay. so when everyone woke up this morning the room was <laughs> what's happened <laughs> <in the room. laughs> yeah. i thought we'd been robbed yeah. <laughs> it was nice now i have a full wall where i can take photos of the bench to make it yeah that's good. yeah it's nice to have like a, 
because you can, you know, if, if you've got a full wall, then you can put a piece of furniture there. You could dress it any way you want, can't you? You've got a nice backdrop. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this house, I don't, I, I don't have one piece at all. No. Oh, it's yeah. it's quite unusual. And you see these photos from like, uh, especially like Kobe Umsuk, the YouTube channel, the Japanese. Yes. They have yeah. like a concrete floor and a, mm. yeah. a nice backdrop. And I, I keep thinking, can I get a concrete floor somewhere? In the yeah. house? <laughs> Could you get like a, um, I know people have those photographic uh, sheets that are pulled down, don't they? Yeah. Because you can get one of them, you just, just put it on the floor. You'd stick it to a piece of hardboard so it looked like a piece of floor, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, basically you could. I think Michael Olm has one of those roll-downs in his Yeah, he has one of those shop. roll-down things, yeah. 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 But yeah, taking photographs of your work is really hard, isn't it? It is, and especially with, the, like, the birch bench, it's where it's really light, and all our floorings are wooden floors, and they're light-coloured. Yeah. So it doesn't contrast very well, uh, but stuff like that, it's really hard to take a good photo of, of furniture. Yeah. You need some uh, props, don't you? A little bit of a rug. A rug would be good, yeah. Yeah, a little rug. Somebody you could I roll up. Put a rug down, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a rug. Some plants. A plant would be good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But a staging. Yeah, staging <laughs> for the photo. Staging for the photos, yeah. Yeah. Ah, very good. And so the bench is a video then? The bench is a video for like the end of June. So I'm a bit yeah. ahead ahead of my schedule right yeah. now. But I've um I've actually signed my first real sponsor contract. Ooh. I, I have I've had one before with the X Carve. Yes. So that was more of like, yeah, you make three videos with yes. X Carve and yeah. we're happy. But this one is uh, over a year, a, a year in time. Um, so that that's going to be the first ever sponsor segment in a video I've oh. ever made. Yeah. Okay, the bench one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I, I, it's not for router bits, is it, or router tables? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's exciting, then, isn't it? Yeah, it's exciting, and I needed. I th- I thought I need some time to to actually do this well. So yeah, that's why I wanted to really work hard on the bench. Okay. Because I ha- I've only shot me making the bench, but the video is going to be about um, something called the Creator's Curse. Right. Okay. Um, we've talked about it in the podcast before, but basically, when you look at your stuff, you only see the imperfections. Yeah. Uh. But everyone, everyone does that the same thing, and I'm going to talk about that. Yeah, all right, that's good. So somehow I need to get that sponsor segment into that video. So I'm going to shoot the all of the talking head and stuff like that after oh, okay. next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. And have you got a video coming out this week? I do. Yeah, uh, it's it's of uh, us making the 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 gate and the, yes. the windows for the treehouse yeah okay so is this the one where the kids are saying we want ice cream we want ice cream yeah it's the one okay <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's it i've noticed that you, there's been a shift in your videos hasn't there as you say lately about telling a story alongside the making mm-hmm. of something whereas i'm still in like you know making 
making vases, making mm. uh, what else did I make? I made something else. <laughs> what else did I make? When he made two videos, I rem- I don't remember. I don't watch them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, Your first one was... It was the vases. Was the vases. Yeah. What was the second one? The second one... Uh, the second one. No, the stitching pony. The, stitch, uh, oh, yeah. the stitching pony, yeah. The stitching See? Pony. See, at least I, I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to forget things. I'm in an age where the brain doesn't work so good. <laughs> but yeah, was that, I've done like, you know, how to make this, how to make that, whereas you've put this other slant, which is really good, I think. Well, I, I've been at it for three years now, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to change something up. Uh, mm. Like we all do, if we want to continue doing something, yeah. we need to change stuff up. And I think this is the way for me, at least, to yeah. to change up the videos. But I'm really happy because so many people have noticed and, and Sam wrote a really nice message as well saying he noticed the change in, <laughs> in the video, right, okay. uh, the monkey boy. Yeah. And how he enjoyed it as well. So. Yeah, no, no, it's it, really good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, thanks. Um, have you thought any more about your uh, heaviest snooze box in the world? I have been thinking about, you know what? I realized when when in Fusion 360, you can right-click on a, proper, on a thing and you can say, hit me with the properties, and it tells yeah. you how much the weight is. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you didn't do that then. I didn't, no. <laughs> Drop down. Uh, okay. But I'm I'm gonna try to reduce the weight. I, I can reduce the weight since yeah. I'm, uh like the, the bottom right. of the it's like two millimeters thick. Yeah. That's perfect for wood, but <laughs> not for, not for brass. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna redesign it. People have been reaching out, like people fr- not people, not snoozers per- particularly, oh, but is that what you like, call snoozers? Snoozers, yeah. Snoozers, like smokers, snoozers. <laughs> yeah. But people from the EDC community, Everyday Carry. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people are really into that, and they want to have a brass box to put stuff in. Oh. All right, okay. So I might continue working on that. Yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, people yeah. do what's in your pockets, don't they, or Yeah, sure. Yeah, all this sort of stuff, yeah. There's always a knife, have you noticed? They've always got like a big knife. It's who wanders around with a knife? Knives, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who wanders around with a knife in your pocket? <laughs> yeah, and in Sweden, we're not even allowed to carry a knife around. Right. Yeah, uh, Peter McKinnon's always got a knife, hasn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, I'm always found that a bit amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, that, I had a nice message. Community. Yeah, I had a nice message of what. Uh, uh, the loft workshop, the loft, mm-hmm. the underscore loft underscore workshop. He made some of my vases this week. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he put a picture up and said he was in, and he is inspired. Bloody bad. That was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe people are still enjoying the vases. They're really good. You should you should make some more to. Yeah, for, I, I've, for got, I've sold a couple more. You have. Yeah. Right. And I've got. And I've got the, I've still got the flowers. I need to put, I've, I could sell some flowers. Yeah, you could sell some flowers along yeah. with the vase. Yeah, yeah, could do. Yeah, the extra, of course. Yeah. 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 Next year, um, when you're 
uh, in the park, you should bring your table and you bring one of those vases with the flowers. I could make a big, I could make a big one, couldn't I? Yeah. Big vase. <laughs> <laughs> Some big... I watched a uh, guy this week uh, show you how to do use the... Because uh, the mile laser has got a pass-through on it. I it can, does? I, yeah, it does so have a... Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that I had a pass-through, but it has got a pass-through. Uh-huh. So, so I watched a guy uh, showing you how to use uh, light burn to... Uh, do something big enough to pass through, yeah. Wow. Yeah, with print and cut. Print and cut? Print and cut on light burn, yeah. And that was really good. So is it like the tiling feature that where you put, you continue the, the lasering after, you have to move the workpiece, right? Yeah, so you, um, if the, obviously the piece is too big to fit on the laser bed, Mm. But you, you, when you make it as big as you want in light burn, you put the, you divide it into the guy. This this guy made it into three panels because mm. it was each one panel could fit on his laser bed, but it was one piece of wood. Yeah, and you put these little registration marks on the 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 design. Mm. Uh, he puts two at the two at the beginning of it, two at the end, and two in the middle. So each piece adds two on, and you line the laser head up with the the targets mm. uh, for the first one, and then you cut yeah. it, and then it lines it up again with the second ones, and it knows so it knows where those registration marks are, so it, it just carries on with the lasering, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so you don't have to move the workpiece uh, up. Yeah, you've got to move the workpiece, but it doesn't yeah, really matter yeah, where you where – you'd have to be precise where you've put it. Yeah, yeah. Because right. the laser knows where the two uh, markers are, to, so it yeah. knows where it is in space, yeah. 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 It cut a big mermaid out, yeah, it was good. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's because that's the issue with the X-Car, because you can do the tiling feature, but you have to move your workpiece an exact amount of right. distance okay. to start yeah. at the next, and that's yeah. really hard lining them up. Yeah, the only one you've got to get uh, sort of uh, square is the first piece that you laser. Mm. But then it doesn't matter after that, because it knows where the little things are. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So I'll have to buy myself a big piece of plywood and try that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but How wide is it, the workspace? Uh, 600 millimeters. All right. So you yeah. could do half a sheet. Yeah, you could do half a sheet as long as you wanted, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you could do a big sign or something on it, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a good thing that I watched, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, should we move should we? The- Let's let's go for it, up here. Yeah. Hang on. See you somewhere. There it is. What have you got? So, what have you got, Andy? No, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have got uh, a YouTube channel. On uh, Sunday morning, and a little respite of the drinking and uh, eating uh, business just before the big party, mm-hmm. I uh, put the t- TV on and watched some YouTube. And I got stuck with this guy. I watched uh, about six or seven of his videos straight off the bat. Oh, wow. And uh, his channel is called Proper DIY. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Proper DIY. Proper DIY. Proper DIY, yeah. And he, he does everything DIY. Ah. Right. Uh, from uh, how to cut your grass, how to uh, power wash a drive, 
how to insulate your workshop. Is he British? He is British, yeah. He looks British. Yeah, <laughs> he looks British. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I watched a good thing about him uh, laying some uh, block paving. Mm. And uh, I watched a few of his uh, videos in his workshop. He's, he's really, yeah, he does lots of different things. And he was, it was really good what he did. And I liked his style. There's a bit of humour in there. Mm. Uh, he was very good. Cool. Um, I don't know his name, though. I didn't say his name. But yeah, proper uh, DIY. He's also on Instagram at proper DIY one. Oh wow! And he was at Maker Central. Was he? And did he was there opposite there? Peter Millard in his uh, oh. with his stall. Yeah. All right. And uh, I watched uh, Rag and Bone Brown's video this week, mm-hmm. and he went to see this guy to get his borrow his cement mixer. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Cool. Yeah, but proper DIY. Yeah. So he did, uh, he put some nice lights up in his workshop here. That's a good video. I'll check that out. Yeah. And he put those, you know, those square paneled LED lights up. Yeah. But he put them up in a way that he could unhinge, he put them up on hinges so he could bring one down. So, uh, so the workshop is also for YouTube video. So he's got light coming up from all different directions. Oh, cool. And you can push it back up so it's a proper light. Oh, he's th- his oldest video is from one year ago. Yeah, he started. He started in January 2021. He's got a hundred and thirty thousand. good. Yeah, <laughs> good for him. Good for him. You're not watching yeah. that, then, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that today. I thought, bloody hell! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose he's hit a chord with, because he does lots of things. He, he did a video just about a lawnmower Pierre. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's all over the place. He's that all over the shop, idea. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's all over the shop, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was my obsession, proper DIY. Cool. What's yours, Pierre? Uh, I think I've got two, because I, I, I already mentioned The Boys on Prime Video. Uh, I really like that show. It's like... Like we said, it's violent. It's um, it's so it's so unexpected. I would mm. say, yeah, yeah. So I really it's like also watching it. Quite intense, isn't it? Sometimes because you're not too sure what's going to happen or who's going to kill who. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> I think I'm not sure if this is correct, but I think when I started watching this, uh, a friend of mine recommended it, and in the first episode, the first thing that happens, I think. Uh, was one guy that's really running like super yeah. fast. Yeah. He was he just ran through someone on the pavement. He runs through the <laughs> runs through the guy's girlfriend, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he runs through it and she just disintegrates, yeah. Because yeah. he's gone at like two million miles an hour or whatever. Yeah. 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 And in the first episode of season three, this is just if you if you hear this and you you'll know if you want to watch it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, this this guy can change size and he shrinks down. He's gay as well. So he shrinks down and gets into his boyfriend's penis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they actually film like the the penis. In, from, going in. Yeah. Going in. Yeah, it's so weird. But yeah, uh, I really enjoy it. He, but you failed to mention he had taken a huge amount of cocaine yeah that as well <laughs> and he does sneeze not with not with with disastrous results <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> when inside of the penis, yeah. <laughs> um, I read a thing about that today about how uh, Amazon were quite happy for them to make the penis, make the episode with the penis, as well, long as the penis wasn't erect. Well, why? Because it's uh, in the UK, you can't show an erect penis on TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But like they, actually built, <laughs> they actually built the penis. It was built. It was a proper set. They paid a lot of money to build the actual penis. It was a hundred and, hundred and something feet long yeah. for him to go inside. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so if you don't want to sh- watch the show and you're listening now, just go yeah. and watch the penis. penis <laughs> yeah, just fast forward to the penis bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, but be very second, careful. Be very careful. <laughs> yeah, be, be, be careful. <laughs> okay. Uh, my second um, obsession is uh, Richard from Salvas and Design. Oh, yes. Yeah. Our guest from three episodes ago. Uh, he, like a couple of months ago, I sent him uh, one of my lasers because uh, I heard on their podcast he wanted one to, to brand his his uh, stuff and mm-hmm. he he makes coffee filter holders holders yeah sells yeah. them in the shop so last week i received a package uh from norway i i didn't know from who or what it was but it turned out it was a coffee filter holder from oh, right, okay from richard and he he of course used the laser to engrave a salvesen design on the front yeah but also on the inside, there was a little note saying, also laser engraved, saying, thanks for the laser <laughs> with a smile. Oh, oh that's good. So, yeah, so that was a really nice gift. But it's also an amazing product, and he's an amazing woodworker. So go give him some social media love over yeah. on Instagram at Salvesen Design. Yeah, when I was in Norway, I saw them all lined up on the desk in the office of the leather company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look really good. Yeah. yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you got your filters in then? I do. I have my filters in. Oh god, man. And they were usually just in the in the in the cardboard box that you buy yes. them in. Yeah. Oh, so it looks really nice now. Good, very snazzy. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Richie. So we've made it to the end, Pierre. We made it one hour and 20 minutes uh, yeah. in the podcast, and we were only two this time. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully Andy will be back for the next one. Yeah. Uh, what have we learned today? We've learned, we've learned some fantastic things today. We've learned that Pierre, well, we're going to the after show party where Pierre has prepared some sausages, and not from like when, you know, he was only 16. I hope he got the fresh sausages, Pierre. But Pierre, the sausage stealer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, be very careful with them router bits. Um, be careful. And with your with tools. Everything. Be mm. careful with everything. Yeah. Stephen's off to Alcoholics Anonymous next week to just to dry out after the <laughs> Queen's celebrations. <laughs> <laughs> but not until we've been to the after show party. Yeah. So, the three of us will see you. Let's see you next time. All right. Goodbye from me. Bye bye. Well, that's all for this week. Hope you enjoyed it, because we had a fun time making it. Please leave us a review, like us, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email us at 3northernmakers at gmail.com. 
you can send in your questions and comments. We'd love to hear from you. So once again, a big thank you. Cheers. <laughs>